If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Welcome to the Law of Attraction Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Keith. Are you tired of living for the weekend and your two weeks of vacation every year or feeling unfulfilled and sick of waking up with dread every Monday morning? I believe everyone deserves to live an abundant life filled with joy and passion. My mission is to help you uncover your purpose and manifest a life you don't need a vacation from. Stick around, keep an open mind, and let the magic unfold. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. So just to give you a little bit of update on what's going on with me. um, So right now I am 37, almost 38 weeks pregnant. I believe the date that this episode will go live is the date that I'm scheduled to be induced. So if I don't have the baby before then, I could be having the baby right now as you're listening to this. So really exciting. Um, I am so, so, so ready for this. This has been really different from my last two um kids and I think it's just the universe's way of saying that I'm good I'm done I don't need to have any more children after this (laughs) this is about all I can handle it's been pretty rough Um, but I'm hanging in there and I'm going to do my best to continue to bring you episodes every week I really enjoy it I like the quick episodes I've been getting a lot of good feedback on that so hopefully each episode you're getting something that's helping you in your manifestation journey something that's helping you move forward towards manifesting a life you don't need a vacation from so today I thought it would be a good idea to walk you through the process of how I overcome my limiting beliefs so I've done an episode on this before it was kind of a quick overview In today's episode, I really want to take a deep dive because that's currently where I'm at. I'm really diving deep into my limiting beliefs specifically around money. Um, We all have blocks around money in some way, shape, or form. Even as we move through those blocks and we become more wealthy and we become more abundant, it's like you, you hear that saying, new level, new devil. There's always a new belief or something that could potentially come up that can keep you from up leveling to that next level and so that's kind of where I'm at right now really trying to uncover like what do I still need to work on because it's a continual process it's not like you sit down and journal once on a limiting belief and then it never comes up for you again right like these are beliefs that were ingrained in us throughout our entire childhood and then throughout adulthood our subconscious has been continuously looking in our environment for evidence to support these limiting beliefs so this is something that has been going on in the back of our minds for years and years and years and sometimes it takes a lot of digging and 
continuously revisiting these and asking yourself questions and doing things to overcome them. So I wanted to focus specifically on one limiting belief that I figured out recently after doing some digging is still holding me back from getting to that next level of abundance and wealth. And so it has to do with shopping, with buying things specifically for myself. Okay, so for example, if we go shopping, I have absolutely no problem if my daughter finds an outfit that she loves buying it. Like not even looking at the price tag, not feeling guilty about how much it is. I just mindlessly swipe my card and buy it for her and I feel good about it and I'm happy that she found something that she likes. But then two seconds later, if I were to walk into a store and find an outfit that I really liked, I'm going to sit there and agonize over it. I'm going to think, do I really need this? How much does it cost? Can I find something on the sales rack or can I wait for this to go on sale? Do I have a coupon? Do I really need it? And I just go through this whole process to where it doesn't even feel good. It ends up, if I do buy it, I feel guilty about it. And usually I don't buy it. I'll, I'll think about it and I'll walk away and I'll tell myself if I really want it, I'll come back. So that's a very obvious block, but at the same time, it's not obvious because this is my subconscious doing its thing, right? Like I'm not consciously aware that I'm blocking myself from something that I want, that I deserve it, that I'm worthy of it, that I have the money to afford it and I should have it. Like I'm not going through that thought process. I'm just going on default of what I grew up believing and what I grew up witnessing as a child. So that's the first thing is like having awareness of the specific limiting beliefs. So I have trouble spending on myself. Now, just like I said, I bought clothes for my daughter. I don't think twice about it. Same thing with if it's for my family, like as a whole. So in my corporate job, every quarter we would get these huge bonuses, like thousands of dollars in bonuses. Not once in my 12-year career did I ever take one of those bonuses and just splurge on myself. Never once. It was always, okay, number one, I felt like I needed to save. And number two, if I did spend it, it was going to be spent on something that didn't just benefit me, but benefited our family. So maybe it was a vacation that I went on with my husband for his birthday. Or maybe it was doing some type of project in our house. Putting in, you know, an, some type of um, addition or buying something like really expensive that we've wanted for the house because it's benefiting the whole family. It's not just for me. And that seems to be okay. Like, I don't really have any blocks with that. I can wrap my head around that. But if I were just to take that whole check and spend it on myself, I could never bring myself to do that. I would think, well, it's more wise and practical to save this or invest this money. And so those are a couple of key examples that when I look at those, I realize, okay, what's happening here? Like, why do I feel like I don't deserve to spend on myself? Why do I feel like I'm not worthy of having these things? 
why am I okay with buying these things for other people, but not for myself? And there's some basic things here because some people are the opposite. When they have extra money, they feel like they have to spend it. And they're trying to fill, you know, an emotional void. I'm, I'm the opposite of that. So you have to look at where you're at. And a couple of questions that I ask myself when looking at this is, number one, can I afford it? Yeah, I can. If I buy this thing that I really want and would love and would make me happy and would make me feel good, will I go broke? No. Will I go into a bunch of credit card debt? No. I'll be able to pay my credit card bill just as I do every month. So it's not a horrible financial decision. It's not something that's going to put me in financial ruin. It's not something that is going to hurt me because it's not practical. And so the next mindset shift comes to why am I telling myself that it has to be practical? And can it be practical? So for example, like I love designer handbags. That's my luxury. And looking back, I've never bought myself a designer handbag or designer shoes. Every single time I've gotten one, it's been a gift. And so like for the longest time, my goal was to have a Louis Vuitton bag. I didn't actually go to the store and buy it. I mean, I went to the store and I looked and I, I decided what I wanted, but Dustin ultimately was the one that had to get it and gift it to me. Even though we're married, we share the same bank account, the money's coming from the same place, I couldn't be the one to bring myself to buy it. He had to go and do that. And so these are all things that are coming into my awareness like, hmm, there's a blockage there. There's something going on there that tells you that you're not worthy, that you don't deserve it. And would my most abundant, wealthy, next level version of myself act that way? No, like if I was wealthy and abundant and I was truly living in that that next level version of myself, I would absolutely go and buy myself a designer handbag and I wouldn't think twice about it. I would trust fully that the money's there, that the money's going to be replenished, that there's always an overflow, there's always more coming in than going out, and that hell yeah, I deserve it. Why do I deserve it? Because I do, because I want it, because it makes me feel good. And that's more than enough reason. That is what the abundant version of myself would think. And I am not there yet. So this is what is keeping me from getting to that next level. And so sometimes it's helpful to, once you kind of realize like the theme, the thing that is holding you back, the thing that might be blocking you, is to go way, way, way back into your childhood and think, where is this coming from? What did I witness as a kid that made me believe that I shouldn't go and buy these nice things for myself? So I think about my parents, right? Of course, like my dad, still to this very day, you hear him say on a regular basis, save every penny. And I mean, I heard this my entire life. It was so ingrained in me that the most important thing you can do is save every extra penny that you make. So every time that I did get a raise or a bonus 
or do anything in my business to bring in extra money, I always had this like guilt hanging over me around spending it. You know, I would hear that I should save this. I should save every penny. Well, once again, is this how the wealthy, most abundant version of myself would live? No. She knows you can't save yourself to wealth, right? You can invest. You can treat yourself like it's not that you have to hoard your money and that hoarding your money is actually slowing down the flow. It's creating a blockage. It's not allowing more money to come in energetically, right? And so the other thing in my childhood was my mom. And still, once again, to this day, she will never go and buy something nice for herself. She never buys herself new clothes, handbags, anything like that. Anytime she does get a new outfit or a a purse or anything, it's always as a gift. I buy it for her. My grandma buys it for her. She gets a gift card and goes and gets something, but she won't go and splurge on herself. And when we did go shopping, it was always like, okay, well, it'll be fun to try and see what we can find on the sales rack. And it was like everything had to be on sale. Um, And so I just grew up with this belief that you don't just go and buy all these things for yourself. You don't, you know, deserve that. And she was the same way where if we went to the mall, she would go in a store and buy me a nice outfit and not think twice about it. But then she wouldn't do the same for herself. And now I'm modeling that exact same behavior with my daughter so it all can be traced back to what you observed and witnessed as a child that you may not have even realized consciously all this time through all these years but is something that is there and it's very real and it's holding you back in some way shape or form okay and so now that I identify what the problem is, you know, I'm, I'm not able to spend on myself. There's some feelings of maybe worthiness going on that I don't deserve it, that it's frivolous. And now that I realize where it came from, looking at the patterns from my parents that I picked up on, now I can start to tell a new story. So just as I said, what would the most abundant and wealthy version of myself be thinking? How would she respond? What would she do if she wanted a designer handbag, for example? She would go and she would buy it and she would have complete unwavering faith that there's more where that came from, that there's more than enough money in her bank account, that any money that she's taking out to pay for this is gonna come back because there's always overflow. That's just a rule for her. There's always more than enough. There's always more coming in than coming out. Would she look at it as a frivolous spend? No, she wouldn't. It wouldn't even cross her mind because number one, she would think this is a designer handbag. It's not frivolous. It's an investment. I'm going to be able to use it for years. The quality is amazing. And if I ever do want to get rid of it, this isn't something that's going in a garage sale. This is something you can resell for a lot of money, right? And it could potentially someday be a vintage handbag that you can sell for more than what you paid for. So it's an investment. It's not a frivolous spend. 
and then does it make you feel good like if it makes you feel good and it's helping you embody that wealthy abundant version of yourself then you deserve it you don't have to try to make yourself a reason for why it's practical why you should have it even though you don't technically need it you don't have to do that it's enough that you want it that it makes you feel good that it's helping you embody that next level version of yourself and therefore you deserve it you are worthy of it and so something i see with myself and i see this with coaching clients too is we we reach these milestones in our business where we get to a certain level or we achieve something some goal that we set and we don't reward ourselves and when you do that whether you're consciously aware of it or not you are like unmotivating yourself to keep going further if you never stop to celebrate the small wins to res to reward yourself and tell yourself why you're worthy of something it could potentially hold you back from hitting that next milestone or that next goal so going through all this figuring out what that limiting belief was where it came from disproving it seeing what the next level version of myself would think feel and do i can now make the conscious decision to go and buy myself whatever it is so what i was thinking is every quarter taking a thousand dollars and just friv like I don't want to say frivolous because it's not frivolous it's an investment but spending it on something just because I want it not because I need it not because it's practical not because it's gonna benefit my family but it's just for me and me alone because this is what the next level version of myself would do this is what's gonna put me in that state and it's not gonna put me in credit card debt it's not gonna make me go broke I have the funds to do so so I'm simply making the conscious decision to do this. And by taking this action, I am overcoming that limiting belief and I'm stepping into that next level abundant version of myself. Okay, so see how I kind of walked through all the steps there. So that is hopefully something that's gonna help you take a deep dive into these beliefs. Don't just say, I have trouble spending it myself. Like take some time and sit with that. Look at all the ways in which that shows up in your life. Look at all the ways in which you gained that limiting belief as a child. What did you see? What did you witness? What did you experience as a child and throughout your life that gave you that belief? And is this something that the next level version of yourself would think, would feel, would do? And if not, how can you get to that next level version? Can you go and make a purchase or set a plan or, or set a milestone to help you get past that barrier? Okay, so just take go a little bit deeper than just uncovering the limiting belief and saying it's not true and really dive into the nitty gritty to all those things that are living in your subconscious mind and start telling a new story and you tell a new story and you overcome the belief by taking action, right? So the action that I'm taking is I'm going to go and spend $1,000 on myself, which probably, you know, can sound crazy. And if I didn't have $1,000 to spend, 
you know, maybe it would be $100. Maybe it would be not buying anything for myself, but maybe it would be taking a whole day for myself where a family member watches the kids and I just go and do something for myself that day, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be about money or abundance. Just have some kind of way of treating yourself, letting yourself know you're worthy of it, and doing it consistently so that over time that belief gets replaced with a new belief and that new belief is that you are worthy because you are and because you want it and because it makes you feel good all right so once again thank you so much for tuning in i hope these mini episodes help you break through some of these barriers i will keep you posted on baby boy and how everything's going and i'm going to do my best to show up every week and continue these podcasts, even though it's probably going to be a little difficult over the next couple of months with a newborn. Um, But thank you so much for all the positive thoughts and messages you guys have been sending to my um, Instagram DMs. I really appreciate it. Um, I appreciate all the love and support and um, appreciate you tuning in every week. So I will see you again next week.